up y'all welcome to another episode of simplicity's tea i am the tea hence the tea that is me <laughs> and today is wednesday guys december the 9th 2020 and um my emotions are literally like up and down up and down up and down so uh, bear with me as we go through this podcast um <clears throat> I didn't plan on podcasting today. I didn't plan on recording or anything today. However, something just told me, girl, get up, you know, um, let's talk, let's get our feelings out. And, you know, I said, I did let y'all know that I will always be open with you guys and I will always be honest. And um, this is our safe haven. So if I'm not able to talk to my friends per se or anybody else, like, I come to y'all. I come to my podcast. Not even just y'all. I, I, I come to me. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> before we jump into the podcast, I want to go ahead and say, first and foremost, thank you, everybody that has tuned into episode 14. Today marks episode 15, and I am beyond. I'm just proud. Like, I'm, I'm proud of me. Like, first and foremost, let me just go ahead and get that out there. Like, I am proud of me. Um, Reason why I say that, within this last seven days, um, we have had 326 streams on Spotify, and as far as on the uh, Anchor app, we have had 226 streams on Anchor, so you guys, guys y'all cutting up, I ain't gonna lie, y'all cutting up, Um, y'all doing y'all thing. All together, we are pretty much at 500, almost um, almost 560-something streams. We're trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to basically get my numbers up. But then again, no, I'm not. I'm really not. Let me take that back. Let me, let me take that back because then that takes away from the podcast and then it becomes forced. So, skirt, skirt, let's rewind that back and let's not even, let's not even think about numbers. I'm really just trying to get... more people to listen and feel comfortable not listen just to get my numbers up nothing that no I'm, I'm doing this for for not only me but for anybody out there that that's going through anything like you know <clears throat> so if you tune into episode 14 um thank you guys a lot has happened within these last couple days since episode 14 right that's crazy (laughs) but that's another story um episode 15 is a very very special episode for me especially with it being today's date so yeah (laughs) anywho if you are new to simplicity is tea welcome 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 to six flags because this is a roller coaster and um Everybody's free to ride. Everybody's, you know, everybody's welcome to ride the ride. Thank you for hopping on. Um, and shit, I just, I told y'all, my emotions are kind of up and down right now. So I keep going in and out of 
my my thoughts <laughs> so yeah like i said bear with me guys um <clears throat> for those of you if you haven't already go ahead and follow me on my social media pages my instagram it is t-o-r oh, lord jesus i'm doing it backwards my instagram is at tori dot underscore underscore d that is t-o-r-i dot underscore underscore d as in david we're going to keep it on the military terminology which is a is for alpha and also follow me on my snapchat page which is at the hell on hills that is t-h-e-h-e-l-o-n underscore h-e-e-l-z i mastered it that time thank you and no i did not create my twitter page um y'all this is draining like it's fucking draining. I don't even want to create a fucking Twitter page. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Write. Yeah. Anyway, woo. I know y'all are kind of like, oh, I can, I can. I don't know. You guys probably could sense my energy through me just recording just the fucking intro of this podcast. But we're gonna get through this podcast together because it's. This episode holds a special place in my heart, and then also this this is you know basically opening up some more and allowing y'all to be in my space. We are pulling back another layer today, guys. Um, yeah, and before we even hop into this episode, just to let you guys know, I am currently streaming from out streaming. I am currently recording from outside. It is a beautiful day today. It's hot as fuck. Maybe because I'm beaming, like, the sun is beaming right down on me or whatever. But we're going to make it through. So if y'all hear, like, sirens, call horns, dogs, all that, I'm outside. Y'all be aight. Anywho, let's go ahead and hop into this episode. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 15. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Simplicity is Tea. What is the one word to describe your mom? Um, For me, I would say my mother was... My mom was fucking... She was amazing. Like, she was... She was a fucking gem. Like... (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. You know, people try to paint their mother as so perfect. No, mom wasn't perfect, no. I mean, she got on my nerves. Yes, very. We bumped heads. Um, but my mom, my mom was the shit. Like, she's the fucking goat. Like, my mom is the reason why I even grind the way that I grind. Like, wow. Like, that lady was, ooh, Jesus. <laughs> so, for you, for you guys that don't know, um, December the 9th, 2013, um, I lost my mother to a aneurysm, and um, wow, I've never been able to say that out loud and um, try to like get through it. I'm not going to promise you guys that I can get through it, but we're going to try to get through it. We're going to try to get through it. So let's just start off by all the good memories of her first before I pop into the store because I don't want y'all to you know be sad in the beginning like we want to save save y'all sadness for for later <laughs> for later on in the podcast so let's go ahead and pop it off with good memories so my mom miss gail 
anybody that knows Miss Gail, to all my friends that know that know my that knew my mom, no, that knew my mother, y'all know she ain't played no shit. Like my mom was, I wouldn't say growing up that my parents were strict, but growing up my parents were my parents were very strict. I think um, when it came to discipline, my mom had a different way, you know. She didn't really, she didn't, my mom didn't really too much put her hands on us like that. Um, now, don't get me wrong, we got our ass beat. Dead ass. We got our ass beat, but it was for reasons, you know. Like, spare the rod, spoil the child. And uh, we wasn't spoiled, so the rod wasn't spared. <laughs> um, my mom grew up in Brownsville, Brooklyn. Um, <clears throat> she has her family, my, my grandmother and them there. They're actually from Augusta, Georgia. Uh, my grandmother, she moved a- around a lot. Like, my grandmother always moved. So, my mom has lived in Florida. She's lived in New York. You know, she's lived in Georgia. All that good jazz. Um, my grand- my grandfather, on the other hand, he was he was a bad man. Period. That was, that was, it was, yeah, he was a bad man. God rest his soul. My grandfather um, ended up passing away, I think, uh, three years ago. So, God rest his soul. But, yeah, my granddaddy was, that was a bad boy. And when you mix a bad boy in with a semi-good girl, because my grandmother, she wasn't no saint. But, yeah, you you make a you make a perfect child like my mother. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my mom, my mom, my mom was a, a very strong person. Um, I kind of envy her a little in a way because I wish I had the patience that she had and I wish she, I wish I had the heart that she had and I wish I had the just overall the attitude that she has. My mom was very calm, very chill. She was full of life. She's very happy. And my mom was the prime example of you don't need friends to be happy or be, go out and enjoy yourself. My mother, she will always do things like spur the moment. That's one thing that I loved about her. Like, hey Tori, you want let's go to the store or let's go do, let's go do a miracle walk or let's do let's do this, let's do that. So like come on. She's fucking amazing. Shout out to all the Aquarius out there, because my mom is an Aquarius. Um, so is my daddy. Right. How does that work? <laughs> but yeah, shout out to all the Aquarius out there. You guys are amazing. Fucking amazing. Minus no, fucking amazing. You guys are amazing. Um, my mom had me in 1993. Of course, I'm 27. <clears throat> Fun fact. When my mom was pregnant with me, she was battling with ovarian cancer, and she didn't know. So when she went to the doctor and she found out that she was pregnant with me, and she also found that she was had, she had the cancer, and it's crazy because as she was pregnant with me, um, I was killing the cells. And... Um, they told my mom that she, if she was to carry full term and have me, that I wouldn't make it past the age of seven. <laughs> and here I am, sitting up here standing, sitting here at the age of 27. My mom always called me her flower that bloomed in the wintertime because I was born in, in the springtime. My birthday is June 1st. That is the spring for those of you that are a little slow. Um, damn, my whistle is off. I need to drink some water. My lips must be dry. <laughs> But yeah, um, her little flower that grew, grew bloomed in the wintertime, because um, of course she was pregnant with me during the winter, and um, 
she also called me her lucky number seven because I was told that I wouldn't be able to live past the age of seven. Um, I spent um, 20 amazing years with my mom. 20 amazing years. Like, I can't remember not one event, one practice, one school function, one basketball game, football game, cheerleading match, volleyball, like track. I can't name not one thing that my mother was never at. Even when my mom had pneumonia, I remember my junior year in high school, we was playing Westside and my mom had pneumonia. And I told her, I was like, no, you know, you're sick. You know, it's the game out. So my stepdad ended up being in town because my stepdad's military. So he ended up being in town and he came. So that was a surprise. That was a surprise itself because I love my daddy. I love my stepdad. Like I call my stepdaddy my daddy, which we'll go further along um, in, into that later. But um, my biological father, that's the one that um, he passed away back in May. So, yeah. But my mom surprised me. Like, that's how much of a mother, like, she's, ooh, y'all, that's how much of a mother she is. I remember I had a basketball game, and um, I, I came down on my knee wrong. And I was just, ooh, I, I laid out, I just laid out, because I couldn't move. Y'all, my mom walked her ass over there in the middle of the court. And that's one thing about my mom. My mom, she just, she didn't really... She wasn't that parent that wanted to be seen all the time or heard. Like, to her, it was better to be unseen and unheard. So, mom sashayed across the basketball court with a little purse and a little heels. And she was like, get get up, get up. Like, and that was another thing. My mom, she, she, showed, she showed tough love. And I appreciate that. Because I'm the same way with Christian, although I feel like I'm a little softer. But I am the same way with, with Kay. And um, some of the things that my mom did with us as a parent, as far as parenting, I kind of, she, she instilled that a little bit in, in me. So I will say that I do cherish her and I honor her with those memories. My mom is also a member of the Delta Sigma Theta sorority incorporated shout out to all the reds out there you guys are great you're amazing (laughs) so yeah um one thing that pushes me and motivate me when it comes to my mother she never gave up she was never a quitter um even when she went through a divorce with my father my biological dad um she still she still pushed herself she still pushed herself and um to raise her children by herself, no help, and also put herself through school and also, you know, run a business at the same time. Like, you can't even, you can't even hate. All you can do is imagine. Like, not even imagine shit. All you can do is admire. There you go. Admire. And I admire my mother. Like, there were times where we didn't have nothing in the fridge and she just magically fucking made that shit happen made it appear got that shit popping and um there were times where she probably didn't have it and I would beg for something and she made that shit fucking happen and I'm just like yo this lady is fucking superwoman like fucking superwoman 
That's all I'm gonna say. Like she's fucking, she's fucking superwoman. She's amazing. Like, wow, my mother. Like, whoo, shit. My mom, she was very athletic. That's why I get my athletic. Well, I get it for my dad too. But my mom played basketball. She was a tomboy. I was too. Um, when I had Christian, she was very supportive. She was very supportive throughout high school, middle school, elementary. She was just there. And um, it was rare that she showed emotions. And the times that I would see my mom cry or even hear her cry, like, it would break my heart. Because it's just like, you know how you just want to help your parents? Like, I don't know if anybody grew up in a single household. Like, we grew up in a single... Okay, so we grew up... When, when I was a baby, my parents got divorced when I was five. And my mom didn't get with my... They, my stepdad and my mother didn't get together until I was about 13, 12, 13. Um, so there was that period of time where it was just me, my mom, and my siblings. And uh, me and my brother, like, we're so... Me and my brother are close as well. But when you see your parent crying and just begging to cheat God and asking to just bless like praying for her kids praying for a a future husband praying for her life praying for you know the past you know that shit is wow there was so many times where I wanted to just give it all to her and I, I feel like and you know right now in this present time in this moment in time when it comes to me that's why I go so hard that's why I go so hard like when it comes to Christian I go so hard on him because I want to be able to give him something that I didn't have like or not even I'm not even gonna say didn't have because my mom made shit shake she made shit fucking happen period I wanted I want to be able to give something give Christian more than what I had and we had a lot believe it or not like Money didn't rule us growing up. Like we, we would go outside and, and or my mom would take us to McDonald's on Fridays and we're just just a fucking happy meal would make us exciting. Nowadays kids eating fucking lobsters, crabs, shrimps, all that and I'm 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 a I mean I'm guilty of it because you know, I kinda I mean, I feed into Christian sometimes. I mean, yeah, Christian eat low country boils. Christian do, and, but, <laughs> that's the whole point of giving your kids something that you didn't have. <laughs> so, yeah, but my mom was the epitome of an amazing woman. And just for that, like, This podcast will probably be the hardest one to get through because she's my mom was like my mom was my mom was excuse my French but my mom was that bitch period like my mom yeah she was the shit and anybody that met my mother y'all know she was like a mother to everybody all y'all man listen. Before we get into the anniversary story, I just want y'all to know that, baby, if I, not if I, but 
when I get older, well, as I get older, the only motherfucker that I that I destined to be be just like or better than is my mother. Like, and that's on period. December the 9th, 2013, that was the day that my mom passed away. Um, December 7th is the night when shit went, when sugar went to shit. <laughs> um, I, shit, I keep saying, um, I'm going to say this one time. Bear fucking with me. This is my first time talking about this shit getting this shit out here and presenting this shit to the world every time I try to tell somebody I choke up and I just can't get through it so I ask you guys to bear with the bitch (laughs) we're gonna try to get the fuck through it period so on December the 7th um my mom went to go get her hair done and you know, we was texting. I remember vividly. I went, me and Christian, that's when me and Christian took our very first mommy and son Christmas pictures. He was so little. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I get excited when I talk about Christian because he's so big now. He's like a big boy now. Can't talk, you can't, you can't tell him shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anywho. <clears throat> I remember getting ready for work later on that day, that evening. At that time, I was working seasonal at JCPenney's and also the Christmas tree shop. And my mom made me give up my job at the Christmas tree shop. Now, one thing about me, baby, I'm a hustler. I'm a go-getter. I'm going to always have a job. I don't care what kind of job it is. I'm going to have a job. Period. And that's on period. So, um, sit back on this one. My mom, my mom was a big help when it came to watching Christian. <clears throat> when I had Christian, well, when I got pregnant with Christian, first thing my mom told me was, you're going to finish school. I don't care when you finish, and I don't care how you finish, but you're going to finish school. Hence why I'm still in school now. But that's another story. <laughs> But um, she pushed me, and um, she did help out when it came to watching him. And I remember, I remember her getting him that day, and she was just like, "Go ahead and go to work. I'll see you when you um get home. I love you." Now, y'all, one thing about my mama, we, my mom does say she loved. I ain't gonna sit there and say that my, my mama don't. My mama never told us. My mother never told us that. She never loved us or nothing. That's not the case. We just, we're not an affectionate-ass kind of family. Like, we don't have to say it all the time. We, we show our love and affection through different ways. You know what I'm saying? So, to hit, when she said that, it kind of, I kind of was just like, what? But then I was like, all right, love you too. I'm gone. I kid you not, y'all. I, was, I think I was only at work for like an hour and some change, like an hour and a half. And it's, it, it threw me the fuck off because I was going on my first little mini break to just to grab my phone and see what's going on. 
as I as I grab my phone, as I'm at the vending machine, I get a phone call from my mom, my mother. Only thing is, it wasn't my mother. It was my stepfather calling me from her phone. I knew it was something fucking wrong then because my stepdad has my number, so I knew it had to be an issue. I answer the phone. I'm like, how you knew I was on break? And then, boom, there's my stepdad screaming, you need to get home. You need to get home. Something wrong with your mama. Something wrong with your mama. You need to get home. JCPenney saw the back of me. I grabbed my shit. I yelled at one of my coworkers. I said, I got to go home. Something wrong with my mom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, mind y'all, at this time, I was driving. That's when I got my car back from Christian's dad. And I was driving a baby blue Jeep Liberty. I've always, I've always been a Jeep girl. Like, I've always wanted a Jeep. And my Jeep Liberty, that was my baby. It's very fucking tiny. It's very tiny. It wasn't a lot of space. But shit, that's my car. <laughs> so, Jeep Liberty. As I'm on my way home, I'm on the phone with my 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 best friend, and that's also my son's godfather. And I'm like, John Paul. Well, this ain't no definition care, so I could I could say his name. I was like, JP, something wrong with my mom. Like I gotta get home. And he's like, Well, you need to calm down. It's raining, y'all. I almost lost my life that night. My Jeep flipped the fuck over. Not, well, it didn't flip over, girl. Let me not, because some of y'all gonna be like, oh my God. No. It kind of, you know how when you hit the curb and it's raining and your car kind of tilt a little bit? I don't know if it was God, my mama, whoever was controlling the wheel, but for some reason, some way, I was able to grab control of it and get it back on all fours, but that Jeep was on all twos. So as I approached um, our house, y'all was running red lights and all, I had flashes on, all that good jazz. So (laughs) as I approached um, our house or whatever, I was at the top of the hill. Like we lived in, we didn't live in a cul-de-sac, but we lived, it's, we didn't live on a big hill, but you had to go, you had to go down the street, like kind of down a slight hill to get to our house. And all, when, when I hit my street, all I saw was ambient, that, I can't say that word, so. First responders, because <laughs> y'all not finna talk about me. But all I saw was the first responders team. And um, I don't even remember putting my fucking car in park. I don't even, I, I remember throwing the phone. Like, I left my phone. I left the car um, still running. And mind y'all, I had just had a C-section. I didn't give zero fucks about none of that shit. I'm hauling fucking tail down that damn street. And as I get there... I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my mom? And they just shut the doors, like. And that's my my, my stepdad grabbed me. He was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, well, what happened? Like, what happened? And he couldn't even get it out. Like, he's just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Her words just started slurring. I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, and so I'm just like, what? 
you know how you're just trying to piece shit together? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to, like, refrain from crying. My stepdad, not even that, my, my, my next thought was to get to my baby. I'm like, what, where's my son? Like, where's my son? So, Christian's just in there chilling with the police officer, chilling all in his hands and stuff like that. So, I knew Christian was okay. So, my stepdad, my stepdad walks in the house and, um, He's just like, man, like, he's out of it. Like, my stepdad is out of it. I'm out of it. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Next thing you know, my best friend pops up. Now, mind y'all, I was on the phone with him. So this man was at work. My best friend left work to get to me. Shout out to him. That's, that's, yeah, he's he's my writer for real. And, um... <clears throat> Everything, we kind of calmed down for a little bit, and my, my stepdad just, you know, decided to explain to me what was going on. And as he's explaining it to me, the, the, the paramedics, they come rushing in the house, and they're like, we got to go. She's coding. We got to go. Now, mind y'all, coding, everybody knows what the fuck coding means. So I'm thinking, what the fuck? My mama dead. Like, what the shit? What the fuck? And then that's when I started to panic more. And I'm over here, I'm getting Christian dressed, throwing him some clothes on. Got a little ones, he popped that on. I called his dad. Um, and I called his grandma. And um, I ended up taking Christian over there before I, you know, get to go to the hospital. As I'm driving to the hospital, I'm just playing back what my, what my dad said to me. Um, Apparently, my mom was on the phone with my stepfather, and she just kept saying that she had a headache, she had a headache. I got a headache, I got a headache. And my stepdad was like, well, call Toy, um, you know, let her come get the baby, we, we can take you to the hospital. I guess as she got off the phone with him and she was on her, you know, getting ready to call me, she ended up calling him back. And he said that he knew something was wrong because her words started slurring, like as if she was having a stroke. And um, next thing you know, he didn't hear anything. So that's when he rushed home. Like my, my stepdad was on his way home and it's crazy how fucking time works. He, he got there, he got there. My stepdad said when he walked into the room, he, he saw Christian on the bed. His bassinet was in the bathroom. And they found my mom in between the bathroom and the room. And they said her hands were locked up. And they tried to pull her hands down. And they wouldn't come down. As my mom got to the hospital, that's when they kind of told us that she was in a she was in a coma. She was definitely in a coma, and um, yeah, they had to put her on a breathing machine and everything. You know, I don't know, like. 
Whew, let me get through this. Let me get through this. I don't want to rush it, but I also want to get through it. <clears throat> December the 8th, I was in a hospital with my mom. And I was just begging, begging, begging. Now, mind you, I was going back and forth from the hospital and, you know, back to my aunt's house. Because I, I was breastfeeding at the time, so I had I couldn't stay overnight because I didn't pump. Nobody thinks about fucking pumping while they're going through a fucking tragedy, so that's my fault. But I didn't pump, so I had to go back and forth. But December the 8th, I remember being in the hospital, and my godparents, they were there as well. I was in there, and I was talking to my mom. And I remember just begging, yeah, just get up, like, can you please get up, like, I need you, this isn't, this isn't the way that things are supposed to be, you know, just, just go ahead and wake up, all right, you know, like, you know how you be like, all right, no. all right, bitch, get up, <laughs> so, um, and I remember her, her finger moving in my hand, and then there was a long tear that just dripped down. And that tear was longer than anything. It's like she was coming. It's like she was telling us that she was tired. She was ready to go. She was ready to go. And I remember all the friends that came up to the hospital. I remember all the people that came up to the hospital. And I just, I thank you guys for that. I really do. I thank everybody for, you know, their support. I remember December the 9th at 12.20 p.m. They ran tests and, um, the doctor, she, my auntie, my TT was in there with me, my dad's sister, my dad's younger sister. And she was holding me and the doctor, she just looked at me and she was like, we did some tests on your mom and um, she was pronounced brain dead. And unfortunately brain dead means death. Um, so she's pronounced dead at 12.20 p.m. I mean, yeah, 12.20 p.m. on December the 9th, 2013. Y'all, as soon as she said brain dead and my mom was com- confirmed deceased, like, I just lost it. Up together. <sighs> I told y'all I can't get through that story. I can't even get through the story. Burying my mother was the hardest fucking thing that I ever had to 
endure and encounter. Like, nobody wants to go through that. But, um, I don't want to, I don't want to drag this podcast because my bitch gonna cry again and I'm a thug ass nigga and y'all already know we don't do crying. What's rule number one at the paint? <laughs> no, what's uh, what he said? Uncle Clippers rule 3.52, whatever. Y'all know ain't no crying at the paint. <laughs> and I know my mom wouldn't want me to cry either. Today marks seven years since my mother has passed away. My mom passed away at the age of 46. And one thing I will say is that was a strong-ass fighting woman. The day my mom went into the hospital, she suffered from an aneurysm and her blood pressure was over 300. That could have bust her heart open. But my mom was a fighter. She fought from December the 7th all the way to December the 9th. And we buried my mother on December the 13th, 2013. I say this to say, guys, please, 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 whatever you do, cherish your mother. And if your mother isn't in your life, pray for her. Cherish whoever it was that raised you. And if you you wasn't fortunate enough to have, you know, a loving family or anybody there to raise you, et cetera, et cetera, I, I say this, when you have children, Love the fuck out of those kids and let them children know that no matter what, you won't always be there. If, no matter if it's in spirit, no matter if it's in person. Like, I, I push myself every day to grind so hard for Christian to just be there for him. Like, it, it kind of sucks because my future children. Christian didn't get hit it. My my mom got to meet Christian, of course. Uh, Christian was two months. So he didn't get the luxury of being able to witness greatness. <laughs> he didn't get that luxury. However, I want my future children to be able to experience the love that my parents gave to me and um I say this to say no matter what no matter what anybody goes through if you have children it don't matter what you go through your kids are going to love you unconditionally and I'm a witness to that I love my mother with all my heart and she loved us just the way that she would talk about us and that has been passed along to Christian. Yes, she showed us tough love. She was no joke. We probably got put in a cut a couple times, but I wouldn't trade her for nothing. Like, I wouldn't, you know, you only get one, guys. You only get fucking one. Um, So with this podcast, I want to go ahead and wrap it up and just tell everybody to call your grandmother, call your granny, uncle, sister, whoever raised you, call them now and just tell them that you love them. Because we're quarantined. We can't give them hugs. (laughs) But just tell them that you love them, no matter what, no matter fucking what, y'all. All right, 
Woo, I got I got through a little bit, so y'all gotta give me my props. <laughs> Anywho, thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 15. Um, I appreciate God. I love shit. A bitch can't even talk. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with me and still, you know, riding this roller coaster and being on this journey of healing with me. Um today was it was a it was it was a breaking point I will say um we pulled back another layer and um that added to the healing process so I want to say thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for bearing with me and just holding my hand you know through your earbuds through your sounds I want to thank you guys so much for that so, in conclusion, with that being said, because I ain't got nothing else to talk about, and I'm just going to cry. Like I said, today marks seven years. My ass got to, yeah, I got to get my, my emotions all up and down. So, with that being said, I want to go ahead and say, make sure you guys tell a friend to tell your f- shit. See? I'm so, ooh, let's, ooh, breathe, bitch. <laughs> make sure you guys tell a friend to tell their friends to tell a friend to tell their friends. I still fucking said it wrong, y'all. All right. I need y'all to be like, all right, bitch. Get that shit together. Come on, Tori. You can get through it. <clears throat> Here we go again. So, in conclusion, make sure you guys to tell a friend, to tell their friends, to tell their friends, to tell their friends, to tune into Simplicity's Tea and tap, tap, tap in. Once again, thank you guys for tuning into episode 15. Look out for episode 16. And thank you guys for listening to Simplicity is Tea. Bye.